Hello, and you're listening to Tech and Tonic. If you thought that you've missed the show last week, don't worry, you didn't. Okay, we didn't even do a live stream last week as well. We didn't record any show last week. The reason for that was because me and Jeevan, we were both feeling a little under the weather last week. Uh, we were not so well. And there were so many things going on. There were so many launches and announcements, back-to-back announcements. So we were a bit tied down with those as well. Uh, but if you were looking forward to last week's show, we do apologize for not delivering last week. But we are back this week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so for today's show, we have the staple people. Obviously, it's just me and Jeevan. Okay, and today we have a very special guest with us. We have Muhammad Farouk, or more commonly known in the community as Flavor. Hey, what's up guys? <laughs> yeah, so this guy is probably one of the most experienced person we know in the industry of gaming and esports in Malaysia. But I, I'm afraid that our own measly knowledge is not like it's not it's it's not doing enough justice for him. So why not uh, we ask him to introduce himself? So tell us a little bit about yourself, brother. All right. Now, wow. After such an opening, I feel like, man, I better not disappoint. All right. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, my name is Muhammad Farouk bin Abdul Pata, uh, or commonly known as Flavor. I, um, I uh, started off into the esports industry as a commentator and caster for Dota 2 back in 2012. And then slowly, I kind of shifted into becoming an esports host and MC. And currently, right now, I'm the CEO of my talent agency called Flavor Esports, as well as the head of communications for the National Esports Association of Malaysia, Esports Malaysia. Yeah, nice. I guess that's a little bit for me. Nice. Do you still do you still comment do commentating on Dota or any other games? I uh, upon request. So if people do request, but in most cases, I think um, I think since two thousand and seventeen or eighteen, I would usually probably do it like two times or three times a year only because I'm more focused on doing the emceeing and hosting part. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would probably recommend. I mean, I mean, in even in most cases, I would just recommend other people. Could you like hire that guy instead so I can actually <laughs> do this stuff? Like yeah, but only upon request. If they really so, really so, want me, then okay, I'm like sure. Yeah. So more tai chi job now, lah, basically. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> so, uh, the talent thing is quite new to us uh, at least so can you tell us a little bit more about that uh, the talent agency that that you're running now ah okay so interesting enough is that um, when I started doing commentaries uh, back in 2012 mm. um, I think uh, back then there was no such thing as a esports commentator and caster right yeah. so um, being the first was like exciting and not so exciting at the same time as well because there's no one to refer to, especially in Southeast Asia. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only people that I would use as reference is probably the white people, you know, you know, um, the Australians, uh, mm. the, the people from from United States, because uh, basically white people were the ones who actually end up being commentators for all these events back in the days. Dota 1, Dota 2, League and much more, right? So I uh, had a good start, um, which was amazing. And then um, I think in 2018, I, I realized that, hey, whatever I'm doing here is... It, I felt that it was kind of illegal because I was not uh, announcing my, my income and paying my taxes and all this. So what I did was uh, I registered 
um, a company under my name as level esports talents agency and then kind of like um, did a proper documentation of all the things that i all my work and then just pay my taxes you know before ah, people okay. come knocking on my door and then as oi why did you pay your tax with oh, oh. <laughs> so it's more towards yeah, like legalizing that, right? all my activities you know be, be, you know before people come down and and say that you have this much amount that you need to pay and all this. Right, yeah. right. So before the tax, the lembaga hasil, what we call in Malaysia, right? Yeah, lembaga like hasil, tax yeah. revenue to, yeah. to come basically barging down your door. Yeah, what they don't know is I did not announce all my pay up to 2018. <laughs> I just announced like for, for that year, right? I did my part. I want to make sure that, you know, uh, I kind of knew about it. And then mm-hmm. I, I decided to take action on it. So it's just a sole proprietorship. So when I say esports talent agency, at the current moment, I do not have any other talents under this agency aside from myself. Right. Um, yeah, but uh, let's say, for example, if I did assess some talents and creating invoices and all the quotations and all that, I would just do it under the company. But okay. at the end of the day, you know, I'll just put their banking details so you, they can just pay directly to the t- talents rather than myself. So just right. assisting here and there. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. But uh, let's hope that nobody from the inbound revenue, uh, inland revenue board listens to this laugh. Cause... Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, good news is I'm very sure I did my I did my checks. I saw a video yesterday about okay. how much would be considered that taxable. And then I found out that whatever until the 17th is not taxable because the income's not enough to be taxed. Okay lah. Yeah. Okay, good. Still so okay lah. Still so okay. That means I uh, still can consider. Okay, freelance job. Yeah, freelance job. Like something like that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we'll follow up over the last what happened last week first. Okay, so we, to be fair, we don't really remember much of whatever happened in the past two weeks because so many things happened. Uh, Xiaomi had a launch of their Redmi Note Nine series, series. mid-range smartphones. In Malaysia, okay, Oppo mm. also launched their Reno 3, NVIDIA had their GTC announcement and launched like some server stuff and the MPA architecture architecture of the GPUs, which is not really consumer stuff, so we're not going to talk about that much. But uh, there was also a few notebooks that came out uh, with, from Asus and Acer. And There's, uh, And Dell, okay, and there is the AMD Ryzen 4000 series that came out uh, for mobile as well. Now we're excited for the desktop one because that one is so powerful. Huawei launched a few notebooks uh, and also a few tablets, cheaper ones, not like the MatePad Pro and above, okay? And more of these things can be found on our website, techn.tv. So you can go there and check it out or you can watch the TechN download that is supposed to come out later today or should be out before this, I don't know. Okay, Uh, so let's catch up a little bit with Flavor on what he has been doing over the MCO. Uh, I honestly have lost count of how many days. Oh yeah, it's exactly two months. (laughs) When did we start? I mean, let's start with that. When did we start actually? March 18th. Yeah, March 18th. Oh yeah, so it's exactly two months. Oh my goodness. It's been two months, I guess. So it's been 60, 61 days. Uh, about 61 days. Yep. Holy crap, that is really long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how how have you been this past MCO? Wow. Um, um, how do I say this? I am very sure with confidence I can tell you this right here, right now. 
that the first month of MCO, man, that was very unproductive. So <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a lot of Dota going on. There was a lot of oh, I got hooked on to this game called Ark Survival Evolved. Okay, some okay. Uh, some people got me into it. Yeah, very mm-hmm. unproductive first month, and then um, I think the moment at the end of of April, I started to get into gear because uh, I have an upcoming. Uh, basically, I'm I'm trying to remember just now we were talking about the esports talent agency right yeah, yeah, yeah. i was the only talent right so um surprisingly i'm gonna be uh dissolving this company and then uh gonna expand it into um another company uh not by that name gonna be a much more professional name and all that and then make it the real esports talent agency where we'll be having talents others agency managing them and much more so i've been a little bit busy in all this We'll be doing a launching very very soon. Okay. So, yeah. Sounds and, exciting. Sounds like an exciting yeah, avenue. Yeah. Try, trying to get in contact with all that, and so basically that was the productive part. And how nice. to uh, how productive am I? Basically, it was I was productive enough that I did not touch any games for the past three weeks, which is quite amazing, you know. Really? From, yeah, coming from a guy who plays games every day, that is quite yeah, coming from a guy that that does games for a living, you know, that relies on games for a living. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, no, because everybody, you know, you know, when people are in your friend list, especially yeah. in Steam, even in Discord, I just found out a few days ago, even if I did touch any games, you know, without, you know, you know, because I put my friend list like on offline. Okay. So I didn't put it. So, so people can't see if I'm playing, right? Apparently, Discord picks it up and tells yes, you that, does. hey, these guys actually <laughs> yes, play it this game. It's like, damn it. I just, I just realized this like a few days ago. I was like, okay. All yeah, right. and right now, okay, right now, uh, on Discord, your profile says playing Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am, I am. So <laughs> I opened it, like, uh, I think I woke up around 10.30, yes, now. Yeah, so okay. while waiting, I was like, let's play some FF15. So my, my friend list is offline, but surprisingly, people can actually see. Yeah, people yeah. can pick it up. <laughs> yeah, so but I've not been playing, playing all these competitive games for quite a while. Okay. I'm not sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, I think I think for for a guy that relies on games for a living, I wouldn't call your first month unproductive because it's you're playing research. games. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're playing you're games doing more are... research uh, so that you have more materials. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't think me playing games contribute any materials to my job. Okay. Especially as a <laughs> esports host and MC because. If you want to contribute, probably research would have helped rather than playing mm-hmm. the game. Uh, yeah, but you need game. to experience the game. <laughs> okay, we're just trying to make up excuses. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for the backup, guys. Like this, this is the place to be. If you guys are not following me, you guys should be here, right? Yeah. They'll back, they'll back you up if you're a gamer. <laughs> yeah. But how have you coped? Like, I mean, uh, have you gone out to to get your groceries? Or, or how how is you know the condition of the supplies and stuff like that? How's the area and you uh, that you're living in? Okay. Um. For those who don't know, I'm living in Kuang. So this is actually an area which is in between Sungai Buloh and Rawang. So my housing area is literally in a kampung area. So my house don't have. Um, it doesn't have Unify, it doesn't have Maxis Fiber and all this. So like right, like early right now, the internet I'm using is actually from my phone. So I use a USB tethering. I mean, yeah, I use a USB tethering. So all the internet is actually using my own phone data. Oh, okay. 
It's like, wait, right? wait, wait. For 5G, then. Yeah, I mean, even the lines are like two, three bars. I mean, it's uh, I mean, on on the good side, it's good enough for me to actually play Dota without having any interruptions. Mm. Okay, yeah. That's, that's yeah, that's a good part. But I don't uh, think you can stream with it, lah. Yeah, I'm I'm not able to actually do any kind any form of live streaming with it, which is very very unfortunate. Yeah. Have, so, have you done any form of live streaming before this? Uh no, I mean in my previous house before this, yes, but this home, no, I'm not able to. Ah okay okay okay. Not able but to. House... So this yeah so this this place is actually a kampung kind of area. So mm-hmm. um like. Like if you're living in Subang or in KL, it's easy to actually get access to all these amazing places like Giant, Tesco, and all this. All right. Yeah. So for me, I only have like some small, small, um, small, uh, small shops here. Uh, we have a Speed Mart for me to actually buy some small stuff. But of course, it's not as great as Giant, you know, or Giant Grocer and all this. Yeah. But but I, yeah. I I get all my stuff. So yeah. Okay. At, at least lah. At least there is some some supplies and stuff like that. Yeah, do it once a week. I, I make sure it's once a week because sometimes bread don't last that long and all that. True, true, um, true, true. Yeah, once a week and yeah, and then make sure I get everything and then don't come back for another week. Okay. We found out that bread can last you two weeks if you put it in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly <laughs> longer. Yeah, Possibly that's why longer. I actually, I actually bought a fridge during MCO. It's like okay, Are you I need a fridge. <laughs> I did, I anyway, so I went to Lazada again and then bought a fridge. Oh, okay. At least, that. at least there's some good deals now, lah. At least there's some good deals going on in Lazada and stuff like that. And I at least it's good to know that at least all these platforms they are still going on, and if there's still promotions for Hari Raya and stuff like that, you're still gonna get the the deals, and and whatnot, right? At least. Yeah, very very true as well. I'm not really uh, an online shopper kind of guy, but once I, you know, because you don't have a choice right now, right? Yeah, so true. I'm trying to get a lot of stuff. So I tried Lazada and Shopee like like two few times, like once or twice, and I started to get hooked on it. Man, this place is dangerous. <laughs> all these good deals are meant to trap you in many ways. It's like, oh, I didn't know you can get this for this price. Oh, I didn't know this was so cheap. Oh, this this is available and all this. It's like, okay, this is like, I'm a, I'm, I almost like, I, I would understand if people got addicted to this kind of stuff. Yeah, I it's basically understand. like poison on your phone. Oh yeah, it's poison on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you like browse through everything in in Lazada, you're like, hey, I didn't know this kind of things existed. Oh, I could use this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm still not. I didn't um like lucky enough. I'm the kind of guy where you know it's kind of hard for me to actually purchase stuff online because I really want to mm-hmm. have a look at the item. I want to have a feel on it. It's a different kind of thing. Some people are just that comfortable and that confident in online shopping. Yeah. Like uh, I'm not used to that. Usually, if I want something, I'll drive over to that place. I'll check it out. I like it. I buy it. I bring it back home. But not like waiting for three, four days or even two, three weeks to actually receive an item, which is a mm. different kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess we have no choice now, lah. Right. Yeah, we don't have a choice. Yeah. What about work wise? I mean, uh, you've always been operating at home, I assume. Yeah. Uh, but what what have been the condition, you know, in the esports industry because it's unprecedented like they have to cancel like esports events and stuff like that and some of them are even considering to move everything online right so mm. how has that been for at least you because and what has you know esports malaysia been doing 
Um, okay. Um, so let's put this way for for myself. Hmm. Basically, since you can't go out, you cannot meet clients physically. Yeah. So you just have to deal with everything online. Um, pros of it, I, I save money. I don't have to drive out. <laughs> True. Yeah. You know, in most save time, every single time a client wants to meet you in regards to events, I mean, they, they will bring you to some high end mall or something like that. Most of the yeah. time, right? Sometimes they like to bring you to Mama, and I enjoy that. And uh, so when you be high end malls, means that you got to travel a little bit further. You got to pay parking ticket and all this, a lot of walking and much more. But since you're at home, you save time. Uh, you don't have to spend so much. You save your money. You save your client's money and much more. Um, yeah, I mean, work-wise, basically everything is just converted into digital. That's all. Hmm. Yeah. So there's yeah. still stuff going on. There's still uh, stuff going on and much more. As long as you have a microphone, as long as you have a webcam. I do not have a webcam on my own because my previous one, uh, my friend got it from me. So I had to uh, loan this. Uh, sorry, I, sorry, I didn't have a webcam. So I had to loan mm. this from my friend. And apparently, the Logitech C922 is no longer available. It's like a hot item right now where everybody wants a webcam. And C922 mm-hmm. is like the best in the market for the past few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've it's been different. looking into like streaming cams and stuff like that. And they were saying that, oh yeah, the C922 is like some really good stuff. But they yep. discontinued that and they have a slightly newer product, I think. Uh, I'm not sure mm. whether it's in Malaysia just yet, but... They're like, oh yeah, we're making this webcam for streamers. Yeah, we have that. So that thing is like out of stock and it's very hard to actually get it much more. I think since everything is going digital, almost everyone needs a webcam right now for work purposes. For video calls uh, and other webcams, the most important one is definitely a a good microphone for you to use for work purposes. Right. So what are you using now? What, What are you using to... I mean... Most laptops now come with the webcam anyway, right? So at least on that site, on client meetings and stuff like that, you can still use that, that webcam and it'll still do. Ah, okay. I mean, for, for me, um, I'm using a Razer Siren X, the small one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the small one. Um, and yeah, basically that's it. I'm, I mean, um, I didn't have one, so I had to buy one. So that's mm. how it works. Right now, I need it. Like before this, I didn't. I didn't actually need one. I mean, okay, before okay. this, I was just using um. I think I bought this. I'm not saying I do do not have a mic before this. It's quite impossible because I use a microphone for a lot of purposes. But yeah, because right now since everything's going digital, uh, to ensure that clients can actually hear you clearly, uh, it's good to actually have a really good microphone. I mean, I'm not getting an XLR, you know, all those expensive microphones, but at least the Razer Siren X uh, does the job, you know? Something, right? Something. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, in, well, in, mm-hmm. in answering your question just now, in regards to uh, esports events being converted into being online and much more, times are tough. Um, uh, I can honestly tell you that I have not been doing any esports events for the past two months since... Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, basically, in most cases, esports events um, online they do not require a host. Basically, they'll just go straight to having the commentators rather than hiring a host because right. there's no physical audience. There's only online audience, and the yeah, commentators could actually do this without the host itself. So, have so, you been commentating on any of that, or is there any request that's coming in? Uh, I did. I did do casting. Uh, there was a request for an event called the Corporates. Mm. Yeah, the corporates and um, 
I guess that's it. I mean, that's that's one job there, and then there's nothing more beyond that. Other than that, I'm just focusing on other jobs, not non esports related. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. What Now, is coming up for esports in Malaysia? I think there's been quite a bit, right? Sorry again. The the esports uh scene in Malaysia. Like, yeah. what can we expect coming up? Oh, um, it's very hard to tell right now because um. Uh, during MCO, people try their level best to still do events uh, online. Although they kind of know that they will not get all those, uh, um, how do you say, eyeballs on ground yeah. and much more. Uh, there's less space for you for for people to market their brands and all this, meaning less uh less amount of uh investment coming up from brands. And companies less money. Everything's everything's less right now, right? When you do physical, there's a lot of space for you to actually go run about. Um, so right now, now here's the thing: we are now at uh, we're not really post MCO. Basically, we're still in PKPB, right? I don't know what yeah. that is in English, like MCO, CMCO, CMCO, right? yeah, CMCO, yeah. right? So so CMCO people are still scared to actually do physical events. Because uh, they don't want to get a backlash where people say, "Oh, these guys are not being mindful." People are starting to say, "We just don't want to do events physically," yeah, and much more. Um, so people are just waiting things out, trying to see how things are. S- slowly observe and much more. And the Ministry of Youth and Sports has already provided guidelines for uh, sports events in Malaysia. And because esports fall under sport, so basically we're just following the guidelines provided by the Ministry of okay. Youth and Sports. Okay, yes. So if mm. if a lot of people listening to this may not know yet what the guidelines are for gatherings and stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. for religious gatherings so far, what I can gather is that uh, the meeting can still happen, but within that one small space, you cannot have more than thirty people. So even if you're if you have a church of like fifteen thousand people and things like that, there cannot be more than thirty people in that one space. Yeah. So far, lah. Right and. If it's the biggest church in the world, yeah, correct what you said. So basically, if you can fit that much, uh, although the space is super huge, you can only put thirty. Is that is that yeah. what's right? Yeah, oh. yeah. Basically, so, so that... the cap is thirty, and you have to be one meter apart. Wow. Yes. So if you have like a big church or you have a big space, then that's no issue, lah. You're gonna have space apart anyway. But you know, it's still difficult because a lot of like esports events. So you sometimes have more than one thousand people at one go. Probably like a few hundred people just to get stuff working. The crew, uh, the commentators, the casters, and things like that. So I think that's quite difficult for us to see, like new events for now physically anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But let's move on to something lighter, lah. Okay. Now we've been very depressed <laughs> for the MCO. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. What kind of games have you been playing other than the games that you were saying just now? You know, you you're right now. I'm seeing that you are playing Final Fantasy fifteen. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like, how do you find it? Um. Okay. So, uh, FF fifteen. I played it yesterday because I thought that hey, you know what? I'm bored. I need to play something <laughs> not competitive, a bit story based. Okay. I can play my so at least I can pause anytime I want. So if I have yeah. a little bit of work, let me just play. And then if I if I have work, I'll just pause it and just continue on much more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a very fun game. I enjoy it because uh, basically, uh, how do I say this? Uh, graphics are amazing. 
Yep. I mean, so far, I, do, I think by, by the end of 2019, it's one of those super high-end games. Uh, uh, I think everybody on console got it earlier, and then it was converted to Windows Edition, so I don't yeah. have a PS4 of my own. So, I mean, for me as a PC user, I mean, think about it this way. I have a, I'm, I'm not using an RTX. I'm using a mm. GTX um, 1070. This is good enough. It is good enough. It's good enough. And then the games that were available that was nice and all that didn't have the kind of graphics that I wanted. You know, you know, you right. know. And still playing games like Dota, which does not require you to have all these amazing graphic cards and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like put the way. So, so I do appreciate uh, good games with good graphics and much more. Um, yeah. yeah. Balancing it out with good storylines. You know, I mean, FF15, uh, I played a new game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing a new game right now. Um, my take on it is, for me, is okay because I tend to compare every single Final Fantasy with uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, everybody's ah. comparing it FF Seven because uh, because the storyline is very very long. You know, you yep. um, you, I mean, it takes you a very long time to finish the game as well. There's a lot of things for you, for you to do and much more. FF Fifteen um, can't compare. You know, can't compare. I mean, FF Seven has set the bar. Too high in terms of storyline. <laughs> that, that's yeah, about story-wise. Fifteen is kind of weak. I agree. Yeah, it's kind. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's... I'm. I haven't had any experience with the FF fifteen myself. You know, I think Jivan has more to say about the FF fifteen than me. Yeah. Because I... even until now, he still haven't finished FF fifteen. So I don't know. <laughs> well, so... my safe game is technically on the Office PS four. So uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> The Office PS4 is with me right now, actually. Yeah. I only I, have my Switch. I how do I say this? Uh, I I'm waiting for my friend to actually mm. uh, uh, lend me her PS4 so I can actually enjoy Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ah, I I played that. I finished that already. Yeah, so I've been trying my level best <laughs> not to watch people playing the game because I love Final Fantasy VII. Oh my gosh, it's it's a but, heartbreaking game. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, back in PS One, it was already heartbreaking when Eric died. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not expecting that happen. But- and that's the thing, you know. If if you've played the FF Seven game, the original game before, you know that Eric is going to die. Yeah. Right? And she's one of the most likable characters in FF Seven in the original one as well. Right? Yeah. The character is really good, but you're just like reading words, you know, and you're just putting her character in your head. Right. She has character now. now. <laughs> In the FF7 remake, she actually has a, her own character and she's more likable than ever. Okay. And that's the worst part, right? Because you're like, oh no, she's gonna die. Oh, no. <laughs> I think everybody who played FF7 and PS1 knows that it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I, th- I think what, what hurts the, me the most during F- FF7 and PS1 is that who would kill a, a, one of the top characters in a game? Think about it. I mean, like, what Square would what would do that? Especially a healer. Think about it. In any game, you would need a healer, okay? And then when the healer dies, you're like, wait. You're telling me I leveled up this character and she died? Yeah, really? I leveled up this character for nothing. Exactly. I did not remove her from the party because I needed her healing. Okay? Yeah. I think a lot of people would have thought, okay, yeah, we need her for healing because she's one of the most... Let's face it, like she's one of the most powerful characters that you can get in FF Seven. Like yes, if you sure. level her up properly, if you play her properly, she's really good to have her in a party. 
is amazing yep. because she can do all the magic, all the healing and everything and you'll be fine. And it's the same in FF7 Remake because she you can load up all the um all Material. the materials on her, right? Mm-hmm. All the magic materials on her and especially healing powers and stuff like that and she can execute them nicely because she also has the one of the most mana points uh compared ah, to the other players right uh, the other characters that's why you want her to hold all the materials all the magic power and stuff like that yeah but you know that she's gonna die <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's gonna be very sad i also found out that final fantasy 7 apparently is not complete so basically really? no, no no basically 7 remake remake i mean oh yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's not complete. complete i mean i mean the publishers could have like no because in the title, they did not put that this is going to be remake part one or something like that. Right? Yeah. So after like a week, and then people started telling that, oh, can't wait for the next one. I was like, what do you mean the next one? The game's not complete. You didn't kill Sephiroth. You didn't. No. <laughs> no, you don't. You didn't but go flying on the right. They were boss, very upfront about it, it though. though. <laughs> I'm okay. not going to spoil it for you. But uh, yeah, the only. So. You know, disc one basically is basically this uh, Midgar, right? FF seven original, the original. Disc mm-hmm. one, there's three discs that comes with the PlayStation, right? So disc one is basically Midgar. Everything that's in Midgar. Yeah. So that's basically fa- Final Fantasy remake. You end when you leave Midgar. I see. So the moment you leave, yeah. that's it. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Square Enix has also been very very open to this, saying that they don't actually know where or when. Final Fantasy Remake 2 is coming. Because I, I, I don't know. Now, it seems like they haven't thought of it. it it's not only that. <laughs> when it comes to Square Enix, whenever they announce a new Final Fantasy game, we end up waiting a decade for it. Exactly. Yeah. I was about to say it's the annoying. same thing. And it's, it's annoying. annoying. You know, people have been talking about the remake for so long. Exactly. I have come to a point in my life where I don't care no more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Okay, you know what? If if I keep, you know, I don't want to keep my hopes up. When it comes out, it comes out. You know, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. But at the same time, when you look at Final Fantasy fifteen as well, it evolved from one from a versus game into a full fledged Final Fantasy. Ah, yes, yes, very, very mm-hmm. true, very different. Yeah. Yeah. So we never know what Square Enix is up to when it comes to Final Fantasy. Yeah. True. But no, I, I really like FF7 Remake, yeah. at least. I really like it. Like, what, the, the remake or...? Yeah, the remake. The remake is really, uh, really good. Yeah. Like, it's polished. Uh, like, the Final Fantasy XV, I think, when I see it, like, the combat looks a bit too messy. There's too many mm-hmm. things going on. Like. I mean, you can't see what's going on. You don't even know what you're doing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. so many things going on. There's so many explosions. The graphics are nice, but it's too messy, right? I, I think they cut back on that on Final Fantasy 7 and make it just slightly more polished, slightly simpler, you know, and it looks really, really good. Like I, I'm waiting oh. to play it because our copy of Final Fantasy 7 is actually on the Office PS4. Ah. Yeah. So, okay. Darwin had first tips. Yeah. No, but I, I already told him that he can access the Office PlayStation 4's account anyway. It's I don't know. He, he, he didn't do it. But anyway... <laughs> Speaking of like epic games, right? Epic games made headlines last week. Yep. Yeah, you saw the Unreal Engine 5 demo, yep. right? On the it, PS5. What? On the PS5, they are like saying, oh yeah, this is running on the PS5. Like, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think a lot of people are looking forward to it. I mean, the number one reason is because of its design. So mm-hmm. surprisingly, I, I think everybody's into its design. Um, I mean, for me, that uh, I do not own a PS2, a PS3, mm-hmm. or a PS4. Um, PS5 needs to have a significant amount of difference compared to PS4 for it to make an impact. You know, because people are starting to say that you know, if PS4 can support this kind of games what can ps5 do right now yeah you know? yeah 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 i mean uh, the, the video itself uh looks looks great i'm i'm just excited to see what kind of games that they're going to be putting to be featured in ps5 True. True. that's something to look forward to i mean the first few games you know when ps4 came out they didn't come out with 100 games they came out with what um i don't remember the number but it's only very little is it like yeah yeah just a I handful think- uh yeah, just, just a handful of exclusives. Yeah, I think within the first week it was something like eight, nine games. Mm-hmm. But, but it just start started like coming out of a barrage of new games just suddenly out of nowhere. Also. Yeah, right. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think uh, Sony has been really upfront with the technical specs. Like we covered it on the site as well. The PS4 compared to uh, the PS5 compared to the PS4 is something like ten to twenty times better. When it comes to raw power itself. No, uh, mm. well, let me correct you on that, right? Uh, what they're saying is that the PlayStation 5 should be about 10 to 20 times faster than the current generation PlayStation 4, uh, not, for, not PlayStation 4 Pro, if I'm not wrong, right? But um, a lot of times they were actually focusing a lot on the SSD part. Right, and one of the guys from the review, well, well, basically the Epic Games person, right, basically said that the PlayStation Five is far more advanced than anything that we can get in the market now, including the most advanced gaming PCs in the market. I is that believable? Do you think that's believable? I think when it comes to the actual gaming part of it, we have to wait and see. But also, Sony has been touting this real 360 experience when it comes to the PS5. They haven't been just focusing on graphics or even just, uh, what you call it, the processing power. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Flavor? I, I, think, I think the thing is, when you have like all these numbers, like 20 times faster and all this, I think they need it because mm-hmm. uh, we might be jumping into the era where people will start forgetting 1080p after this. People are no more into... We're slowly trying to get inside uh, this era where 2K is like minimum yeah. uh, minimum resolution for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have this, then, then what's the point of you having a PS5 and all this, ah, you know, graphic... Uh, like times 20 speed process, you know, all these games, but yeah. rendering, but... Still, you know, she using a shitty monitor and all this. So yeah. probably as a bangsa one, probably you're gonna enjoy it a lot. <laughs> but if you can afford having a 4K um, monitor or TV to play this, yeah. But if you're still using a shitty monitor, you can't really see it. True, you can't true. really see the difference much more. But that that's in terms of graphics and all that's on a monitor. But um, uh, but all these numbers also accumulate to how fast you can also load the game because I understand even PS4 uh, it takes you a little bit time to process all this you know loading the game starting a game and jumping from different parts of the game to different parts of the game so all this probably that's it yeah the loading screens lah, basically right yeah very very true yeah 
So what they are touting for the PlayStation 5 is an SSD technology like no other, they say. Uh, what they say is that they can process up to 5 gigabytes a second. That's kind of like like the kind of NVMe SSDs that we see today as well. Yeah. But they're also saying that they're processing the data from the SSD differently uh, compared to today's PCs and stuff like that, which also makes the workflow a lot faster. And like on the Unreal Engine 5 uh, demo that we see, it's not an actual game, by the way, right? Uh, it's, it's cinematics, it's, I think. Ah, cinematics. Yeah, it's basically a, a rendered game from Unreal Engine, the Unreal Engine developers themselves. It's, it's basically just a demo of something and they're basically f utilizing the full power of the engine on top of PlayStation 5. And what they were like talking about is that if you notice on the Unreal Engine 5 demo, there's no loading screens. And that's what they want to do with the PlayStation 5, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, to me, loading screens still have like its role uh, for, for today's gaming world, right? You still see like tips and tricks on how you can do this, on how you can do that and things like that. Sometimes it just reminds you on, hey, this is an actual mechanic in the game. So do you think like, if we don't have loading screens, this kind of things will like just you but know, I, it, I think when it came to the demo, people actually caught glimpses of a loading screen, but it was really, 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 like short. So it was yeah. like one to yeah, two seconds, short. and it was some something of a big conspiracy theory that was out there that the demo was hiding a lot of these loading screens. Hmm. So mm. yeah, there were it was big noise about it, uh, initially, but I think. Like what Darwin said, the loading screen actually has a place for it. It's something that we want to minimize, yes, but at certain uh, certain gaps, we actually need them to, number one, give us a break from uh, some of the break breakneck paces in the game, like even Final <laughs> Fantasy XV. If you're constantly in battles, you're like, can I please have this end right now? Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, so I think it has a place and time for it. Lah. Yeah, because like I think in Final Fantasy fifteen, the most annoying part is the driving part, right? The going on the road part. I oh think they God. really hit the size of the game really well by, you know, putting you through that drive sequences where you cannot control, where you just have to go endlessly through the road and listening to them talk about different different things i have actually know. fallen asleep during those sequences it's so long i i, yeah. I, I think i think they thought it was cool let's put it this way no other <laughs> game has ever done that you you, know, you you also have to think yourself in the place of a game publisher or people who try to you know try to be creative about things mm. right like if i was in their seat i was like you know what that game has really done that we need to have that because that's cool we need yep. to have that because that's cool what else can we do oh what what if <laughs> let them go through the whole experience of getting into the car driving man it takes so long oh. <laughs> yeah but most of the time you're not driving you're just like sitting there and watching them talk <laughs> you no know, at the start when i played the game i did want to try the manual okay because, yeah. because i'm very sure everybody wanted to try the manual but little do we know that when you try manual you're not allowed to drive um off-road off -road. <laughs> you cannot go off-road so basically you yeah. can only go left right it will mm -hmm. automatically bring you, uh, put you in your lane. You can just have fun and just go a little bit to the left, go to the other lane, you know, for no reason. Can you and go I, faster? No, you can't. 
There's no such thing as a boost. You can actually go off uh off road later on. I think you're probably still very early in the game. Ah, okay, okay. No, but but at, after trying it a few times, like I, I think after one time driving it, you're like, okay, you know what? Auto. I don't care who that guy is. You're gonna drive the whole time. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother pressing W. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a good time for me to go and grab coffee or tea yeah, exactly. or food. I mean, I do enjoy driving in GTA or you know Need for Speed Underground and all uh, that because it allows me to do some stupid stuff and also some fun yeah. stuff, fast drive, drive through and all that. But not this. Yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, speaking of GTA. Speaking of GTA, have you? Do you know that Epic Games gave it up for free? Yeah, gave it up for free. Yeah, I saw the memes. I didn't. I didn't need <laughs> to read the official news. I saw the memes, and then it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah. Do you, Do you have GTA before this already? No, before? I don't. No, I don't. So I'm really happy. It's like, hey, I saved a lot of money. Uh, you saved <laughs> a is, lot of money. Actually. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. Very, very true. I, have spent... you been playing online? Uh, no, I have not been playing online as well. But I see a lot of streamers, especially Malaysian streamers, who mm-hmm. do uh, play yeah. GTA, uh, yeah, GTA 5. From, from way back, they're still playing it now, right? Uh, but big problem there, lah, I think, because there's a lot of people playing the game now. There's too many people playing the game now. To the so, point that the servers broke. Yeah. Servers broke. Good. 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 I think... I think <laughs> I mean, like, I enjoy those things. I think it's out of the norm where you break the servers. Gamers, we have done it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should be happy that the servers broke, okay? I yeah. understand, that, you know, people are kind of sad. Oh, I cannot play. But for me, as a, as a viewer, I'm like, yes. You know, I don't know. I, oh, I have this evil in me. I just want to see the world burn. Just a little. Uh... No, but, like, we have been playing online with a few friends at... Yeah. 10 minute loading screens I'm sorry although loading screens are supposed to be there for fun <laughs> if you're just looking at the sky waiting for it to load and then it tells you oh GTA servers are down you feel oh. like flipping a damn table oh <laughs> yeah. no but I think that the, the, that's a problem like, I think GTA did not expect this many players uh, uh, to come into the servers because I think the GTA servers weren't designed to host that many players at one go also but when you time. say that many how, what are the numbers what are the numbers we're looking at right now i have no idea but the other day i was looking at when we were when the server was down the first outage there was about eight thousand reports so i think if there's eight thousand reports there's quite a bit more players than that around the world i'm not yeah. sure how many the exact numbers are but I think they didn't expect that many players to come on board also suddenly, right? To play yeah, online. especially when it was... I think they said they were winding down the servers for the GTA Online or something like that. Because yeah. player numbers have dropped. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then suddenly they gave it up for free. Then everybody went crazy. Oh my goodness. It's madness. Like, well, that, that was the numbers before it was free, right? I'm very sure it went yeah. crazy. There must have been a crazy spike on day one of it being free. Everybody yeah. wanted to download it. And yeah. I think they weren't prepared for that at all. I, I don't know why they didn't prepare for it. Especially when, you know, like, Hey, free game! Who don't want free stuff away? <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure that Epic could have gave them heads up that, okay, this is the numbers that we usually get when we give out free games. 
So mm-hmm. expect like 10 to 20 times that since it's GTA. Yeah. But I think GTA was also one of the most wanted games during its time. And there's still no GTA 6. So I don't know what they were expecting. Like, or I don't know what they were thinking really. I just don't understand. Because put it this way. Um, what do you want to say already? Uh, the GTA 5. I, I bought GTA 5 a long time ago. Okay, mm-hmm. And I didn't have any of these issues at all when I was trying to play online. Of course, I got bullied a lot when, when I was playing online at first because my level is too low and I kept dying. <laughs> <laughs> it still happens. You know? But at least I have friends. <laughs> yeah, speaking <laughs> of dying, you have random hackers that just cause havoc in the servers. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah but that's always oh, there's still the hackers case. in the servers, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially now that there's so many new players, right? I think it's also time for the hackers to come back and stretch their legs a bit. They're like, oh, time to bleed other people. Yeah, but they, these hackers are just idiots. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally, but... there was once I spawned and the guy just came and just kept ramming me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, that's... That's a that's a big move right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but have you been playing GTA Five? Like, I, no, not, I not not online lah. Have you downloaded it from I, Epic no, Games? No, no, I have not. I just kept the game. Uh, I'll just download it for later because I just finished uh, downloading a different game as well. So uh, yeah, no, but 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 GTA Five. You guys were saying about all the servants and stuff. So I don't know what was going on in in their heads when they tried yeah. to figure out the number of people. Who can actually fit into the server i mean probably it goes a little bit like this you know this looks like a shitty game we're probably going to get like probably ten thousand people at one time you know you know let's let's not waste too much money expanding the server <laughs> little bit enorm that you know they, they kind of like underestimated their own game they, or, they did yeah they uh, and then when it finally hit they're like oh my god we don't have enough servers how do we do this <laughs> Oh no, our game is too good. Okay, guys, we need to like, you know, you know, expand. Uh, yeah, I don't think they realize how much they messed up. And I mean, Rockstar Social Club really. I I've never liked the platform at all. But yeah. it allows us I, to. Cross-play I think the, the estimation between... number is because they didn't had a lot of people playing it at the start to begin with. Yeah. Right? They didn't know numbers will increase because in most cases for most. new you improve something within the game much more there's no reason for people to just keep coming into the game I, yeah yeah true because it's already an old game like if if you watch the tech end download which might come out later or before this you know uh i said that the game is already seven years old okay even my not so powerful ryzen 5 pc with 1660 1650 gtx can run the game at full HD with high graphics, no problem at all, right? With almost full graphics. So it's quite an old game. It's nothing new. And I think because of that, they sort of underestimated the figures from there as well, right? So... Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, just to let you know that I... Because um, you guys were asking, why didn't I download GTA if it was for free, right? So yeah. I was like... Because uh, apparently yesterday somebody gifted me a game, and it so happens mm-hmm. to be Half Life, Alex. So oh, yeah, of course nice. I'm gonna yeah. do. you have a VR headset? Oh yes, I do. I be, I play uh I play Beat Saber almost every day. 
Oh my god. It's exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's form of exercise. Dude, so how's Half-Life? I mean, oh, no, I've I seen have not like, tried it. I, I only just oh. finished downloading it this morning. Oh, nice. Okay. So I, obviously, I, I'm not gonna, I'm, obviously, I'm not going to touch it yet because I know <laughs> that this call is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> uh, this call is going to happen. Actually, you, if not, you, you won't actually appear. You should add GTA 5 to your library though. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did it. I did, I did at my library. Yeah, but I'm, I know, I know, I'm not gonna be touching Half Life, Alex, uh, today. I know I'm not gonna be touching it tonight or even after this call because after this I need to pick up my, uh, makanan berbuka puasa later for tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, need to go, I need to go pick up. I ordered some stuff. All right, nasi kerabu. Nice, 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 nice. That's for tonight. Yeah, that's for tonight. Yeah. Well, happy Ramadan. Yeah, happy Ramadan. Happy Ramadan, guys. Man, <laughs> it's almost Ramadan. coming to an end. It's almost coming to an end. It's almost yep. raya. So, yeah, have uh, selamat. But, but you can't travel much anyway for, for now. I, I think everyone should still stay safe. Right? Yeah. Just take precautions. Yeah, tell that to the people who go. <laughs> tell, tell that to oh, Malaysians. Man. Man. I mean, I mean, I I know that we have a lot of people who are very responsible, who follow the rules and all this. Yep. So, um, like I said, every week I will go to, you know, to go out and buy stuff and everything like that. I think, yes, it, I, two days ago, I went to Jai Grosa. I traveled a little bit. I should go to Jai Grosa and enjoy, you know, you know, bathe my eyes in some beautiful products around rather than all those normal stuff which you cannot get. Um, and then I see some crazy people going shopping, people who are not following the rules and much more. Some people brought their whole village with them <laughs> in a whole car. It's, uh, well, no, their excuse was, oh, my kids have not been out for... A whole month so i think they deserve this day out and all this yeah, yeah they were just doing it. yeah everyone is also park. in the same boat yeah i mean i mean for me i really really wanted to go crazy and tell you as like, hey you you don't love your kids is it i understand i don't care if they're <laughs> bored at home i don't want them to die okay I mean, yeah I don't, I don't mind so much if this pandemic is just a fever uh mm-hmm. But because it because it's a pandemic that could lead to a death, to lead yeah. that, that can lead you to death. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm just uh you know I don't want I I don't want it to happen to other I'm very lucky that my family has not been affected by it. I mean, so far we have like one two member who are positive in COVID, but no, you know. But but they're still okay lah. Yeah, I mean being grateful for it, but just just be careful. You know, I mean like yeah. You, might be all rainbows and sunshine right now because you know you don't feel it until you get hit by it yeah, yeah. maybe in know. their mind it's like if they die never mind lah make another one what do you make another one the problem is not the making another one it's the fact that they are literally drowning on on land when they get affected by it it's not fun <laughs> yeah it's not fun it's I don't know maybe fun. maybe in their mindset it's like it's okay I can make another one okay <laughs> i think that the death numbers is like 100 plus right for malaysia yeah it's actually yeah. still very low it's actually very very low yeah it's just I mean, a very very low cases. yeah but it's just that you know you just need one death to happen in your family to make you understand what and how, and how heavy it is yeah. yeah how heavy it is and all this yeah the people seri- are scared the seriousness scared. of the problem People are so scared. My mom is like, you don't go out unless you have a good reason to go on. And I'm like, okay, mom, yeah, I understand. Yeah, same, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. My, my parents, speaking of parents, my parents just went out. So like, <laughs> I'm like, why? <laughs> Apparently, they want to go to the supermarket. 
Ah, okay. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, fine. It's fine. At least now they allow two people to go out together, lah. Right. So it's not so bad. Like last time, you there's only one person from the household that can go out from the house. That there right was now for it, right? What? There was a good reason for why they allow two people, right? Yeah, no. because the numbers are are slightly lower now. So they're like, okay, lah, maybe can, lah. Cause but. Do they have a really solid reason for allowing two people? Not really, I don't think so. Actually, actually, they, what they were supposed to do is making it situational. Uh, because mm-hmm. before this, I mean, not everyone can just go out alone to actually purchase and buy all this stuff. Yeah, because true. Uh, I think one of them, one of the complaints was, oh, uh, my, how do you say that? Uh, if you're an elderly, let's say for example, you're yeah. 60, 60, Eighty years old. If you you're living with your, uh, if you're a husband and wife, and mm-hmm. you going alone is very very dangerous. Therefore, I need my husband. So if you are really really old and elderly, you cannot go out alone. So yep. uh, that makes sense. But makes they sense. ended up, they ended yeah. up saying, oh, you can go out in a car filled with four people, and you can go out in pairs, and yeah, the whole but... world decided, oh, okay, fine, we can all go out now. Let's yeah, go to malls. Wait, where does it end? Where does it like? In the eyes of the government, okay, this is what they see. But from our perspective, as like the people, as the consumers, right? We we see things a bit differently because we're like, oh, government say can go out two people now. Some people might interpret it like, yeah we can go out now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Very very true. I mean, it's a, it's a card where it's a, <laughs> you just abuse the card lah. It's like, hey, if you allow two, just go out two lah. Yeah. If not, then don't go out. <laughs> yeah, very but, true. We Malaysians are smart. We 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 try to follow the rules and at the same time abuse the rules at the same time. Well. We, we do that all the time. We, we are very fond bend of the rules. We bend the rule to our will. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Even, no, even though, even though, even before the government allowed two people to go out, what other people did was, hey, we had, there's five people in this house. We have five cars. Let's all go out. Yeah, I've heard car. of those. Yeah, that's I was it, like, why. It, it, it was a normal thing because uh, when I go to supermarkets and I was like, how come they look like their family? They're conversing with each other and all this. So apparently they came by separate cars so that they can end up going together and all this. Wow, yeah. so creative. So oh, creative. <laughs> I tell you, Malaysia, they still, they kind of follow the rules so that when there's a roadblock, oh, you're alone. Okay, go. Lonely. Yeah, but then the rules specifically says that only one person for one household. <laughs> but the thing is, enforcement... You think you think the police officer can memorize your IC? Yeah, is it? I remember an IC of the same address came out two seconds ago. Is that your auntie? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I cannot. It's impossible. Uh, yeah, that is true. La. Yeah. But on that note, I think uh, that is all the time we have for today. I think the the podcast has been going on for a bit too long. Uh, yeah. But, yeah <laughs> we won't cut out too much of it because this has been very, very interesting conversation that we have had with Flavor. Right on the whole MCO and the gaming industry and stuff like that. So thank you, Flavor, for being here. Thank you for taking your time, spending your time with us, uh, talking to us about your life and the MCO and Epic Games, sharing your thoughts. You know, yeah. you can find yeah. him on Facebook, I think, or yeah. you can email him if if you want to reach out to him. You know, if you want to be one of his talents so that he can grow the business even more and or if you need him to recommend you a caster or you want him to cast for whatever tournaments you have or friendly um, land party that you have, right? You can contact him. Of course, pay him lah, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> you can reach out on him on Facebook. Easiest is if you can reach out on him on Facebook. Uh, you can yeah. search for flavor, and his name will come up there. Muhammad Farouk. Very very yeah. easy. And I think right? you're on Twitter as well, right? Yeah, Twitter as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're on Twitter as what? Ah. Uh? Uh, so it's flavor Dota. Flavor Dota. Yeah. So F L A V A D O T A. There's no two, right? Yep. Yeah, so you can find him there. You can reach out to him there uh, if you need to. Right, so we as a podcasting channel, we are on almost every platform that you can think of right now. We are on Spotify, we are on Google Podcasts, we are even on Apple Podcasts. So do follow us all the way there, you know, or follow us on our social media. We have like a lot of updates. We have articles there and things like that. Of course, on article site, do check out our website on techntv.tv, right? And this has been me, Darwin, and Jivan, and we had such a big pleasure uh, to welcome Flavor and to have Flavor on, 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 on board. And all of us are hoping that all of you are staying safe at home right now. If you can, I mean, if you have to go to work, we understand. But if you can, please continue to stay safe at home and do have fun at home. Play games. GTA yeah. is free now, you know? GTA is yeah. free. There's a whole bunch of games that you can find. Yeah, yeah. so this has been me, Darwin, Jivan, and Flavor signing out. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.